Welcome to another inspirational message from Chowdean Community Church, Gateshead. For more information about Chowdean, visit www.chowdean.org.uk. We hope you enjoy the podcast. Well, listen, can I have my three volunteers up here, please? My three volunteers didn't know what I was going to ask them this morning when they came in. All I said to them was, I want to know, God wants to know, and I don't know whether you want to know where these three people are in their lives this morning on a scale of one to five. So, Andrea, can you stand behind your number that relates to you at this present time this morning on a scale of one to five, where are you? You're at a one. Colin, can you, on a scale of one to five, indicate to the audience and to me, for my satisfaction, what scale are you at this morning? Where are you in your life this morning in relationship to God? Margaret, would you like to indicate to everyone again this morning, same idea, on a scale of one to five, five being high, where are you this morning in regards to God in your life is to your walk with God this morning. So three volunteers came in this morning, all at different levels in their walk with God this morning. Can I just ask you to sit down? Can you give them a round of applause, please? Now, I dare say, that skill, at whatever level you're at, can relate to you this morning, just as much as it can relate to me. So the question was, How do you feel this morning? Some of you might be joyful about Christmas. Some of you might be really expecting, looking forward to Christmas. And yet some of you might be sat there and thinking, really, I could do without it. I'm stressed. I'm fed up with the eyeballs about having to pull money out left, right, and center to buy this, that. The kids are shouting for everything. My wife's shouting for everything. Sorry, June. I did say I would give you a mention. But... Everybody's shouting for stuff at Christmas and everybody's going through different stages in their life. Let me tell you about this one particular woman in this story. I came across this story when I was looking for something to talk about this morning. I got an email on Friday morning from Paul saying, can you step in at the last moment? And I want you to talk for a short while. And I'm thinking, he's joking as well a short while. But never mind. The story I'm about to read to you comes from a young girl who was at the end of her tether. She'd had enough. Her life wasn't good. She wasn't in a good place. Have you ever been in places like that? You don't like being there, but for some reason, things just happen and you just get into them places where you're at a low ebb. You're at a one. Maybe you're at a zero. Maybe you're somewhere in the middle. Maybe, for some of us, we're in a five, we're in a totally good place. So the question for you this morning is, where are you? Where am I? Here's the story. This is what she wrote. Nobody loves me. I just wished somebody loved me. What's wrong with me? Am I ugly? Am I overweight? 
What's wrong? I just wish somebody would love me. I am 27, and I don't know what it is like for someone to love me. I just wish someone would love me back. Every man I meet, I have to force them to like me, to want me to be part of their life. Why is that? Am I too loud? Not the right skin complexion? Am I not educated enough? Is it because I don't have enough money? Is it because I'm a tomboy? I don't know. But I want to know. I'm not happy. I want to leave this place and go where the unwanted and loved people, unloved people go. Is there such a place where somebody will say, Sherry, I love you. I think you're special. And life wouldn't be the same without you. Is that too much to ask? I'm just so tired of being unwanted and unloved. I look at my friends and they're happy. There's someone to love them. Someone to say, where are you at? Where have you been? When are you coming home? I love you. I'm 27 years old and I'm just tired of not being loved. People like that. Sometimes we get like that. We get to a stage in our life where things just start to go wrong and we're not in a good place. We're in a one. Some of us are stuck in the middle. Some of us are in a terrific place. But for most of us, we go through life and we try and deal with whatever happens to us in life. And everybody deals with it in a different way. There was a survey carried out and the survey said this, 28% of all adults will feel lonely at some time in their lives. 28%. Are you feeling like that this morning? I can understand it. Christmas is coming. You're feeling anxious. You're feeling stressed. Some people are even feeling fearful because Christmas for them, it, it's tough. I listened to a program on the radio last night when I was driving around picking the kids up. And there was a guy on who suffered from depression. And for him, he said, Christmas is the worst time of the year for me. And the interviewer said, well, how do you get through it? And his answer was this, I struggle. I struggle, I struggle, I struggle. But I don't like being on my own. That's what he said. And I can understand that because there could be you out there who feel exactly the same way as that guy I was listening to on the radio last night. And he was seeking help. So on a scale of one to five, where are you this morning? Jesus said this, I will not leave you as orphans. I will come to you. And our church, I want to tell you that this morning, that maybe you're feeling lonely this morning. Maybe you're feeling out of sorts with life. I don't know, but Jesus says, listen, I know where you're at. I know where you're at. Don't worry. I'm here for you. Trust in me. And I know what you're thinking. When you look at me, you probably see someone and you, and you picture someone that, oh, he's happy all the time. Everything seems to be going well for him all the time. But you know, in reality, that doesn't happen. Because I'm just like you. Things happen to me in the same way they happen to you. For instance, Friday. 
went to bed about 11 o'clock Friday night, June. Tossing, turning. Didn't have a very good sleep. Up through the night. Got up Friday morning feeling absolutely shattered. So Friday morning, left the house as usual, 20 to 7. Probably I was at a one. Probably not in a good place to be. You're thinking to yourself, I didn't think Sam would ever be in a one. But on Friday morning, I was in a one. I was feeling sorry about myself. Men, don't feel sorry for yourself. You'll get no sympathy of your wives. Because men, when they feel as though they're catching cold, because that's what I thought on Friday morning, I'm going to come down with cold. I'm going to start losing my voice. I'll start sneezing and sniffing and... I was having a pity party. Have you ever had them pity parties? Yeah, I think we all do them, don't we? But men are good at them. Men are good at them pity parties where we look for, ah, oh, ah. Oh. June puts her arms around me. I'm only kidding, June. I know you don't. Yeah, puts her, but you want someone to put your arm around you and you want someone to say something nice and you want someone to cheer you up. But sometimes that doesn't happen. It just doesn't happen. Friday morning, gets into work, has me coffee like I normally do, getting prepared, ready for the kids coming in to take the exams that they were taking on Friday morning. We went into the test centre where the exams were taking place, and lo and behold, I'm thinking to myself, Friday can't get any worse. Just can't. It can't get any worse. But you know, sometimes in life, things get worse before they get better. So I stepped into the exam test centre, switched on the computers, wanted it to be told, the system's down. The system's down. Hold on a minute. I've got 16 kids coming in to take an exam this morning, and you're telling me the system's down. I'm still in a one, by the way. I haven't recovered from a lousy night's sleep. I'm tossing and turning, getting no sympathy from my wife. I haven't recovered from that yet. And then I'm told, oh, the computers are down. The kids won't be able to take the exam that they thought they were going to take. You'll just have to bear with us until we get the problem sorted. Sometimes in life, that's what we have to do, don't we? You have to run with it. And you have to bear it until you get through it. Jesus says, listen, I know where you're at. I know it's coming up to Christmas, and I know that, yeah, for some of us, we're anxious, we're stressed, we're out of sorts, we're sick to death of going to the Metro Centre, going to Elden Square, going into loads of different shops to buy the right thing, get the right thing, and it's very stressful. Here I am on Friday, I'm in a not good place. I'm in a one. I'm hoping that I can get to a five, but it doesn't look like it. It doesn't look like it. So I'm thinking, what can I do? There's not a great deal I can do. Two hours later, problem solved. Someone said, we've sorted the problem out. It is gone. Computers are on. Kids will be able to take the test. So now, on Friday, I'll start off at a one. Now I've been told, oh, 
I've got some better news, yeah? There was a lot of screaming going on as well. People were excited because the kids knew that they could take their exam, albeit late, but they could take it. Computers were up and running. I'm now at a three. I'm at a three, and I'm thinking, yes, the day is getting a little bit better because the song says things can only get better, and things do get better, but sometimes it takes a bit of time. Jesus says, you've got to hang on in there. Stay close to me, and I'll get you through whatever you're going through. And I felt a bit like that on Friday. Jesus was with me, but I didn't really understand it at the time. When I was at a one, I felt a little bit better. I knew where he was when I got to a three, when I felt like a three. But my target was to get to a five. I hope you'll leave this morning, or where you're at this morning, you leave here and you're at a five. Maybe you're in the middle. Maybe you're at a one. I don't know. I don't know. But I want you to leave here this morning excited, looking forward to Christmas, looking forward to the carol service next week. I want you to leave here with a total different frame of mind so when you go out there, you'll invite people, your friends, your enemies, whoever you meet out there this week to the carol service next week. Because that's what our target is. That's what our target is. The target audience is out there. The target audience for me this morning is you out there. So how do you feel? And I'm thinking, yeah, I'm at a three. What else is going to happen through the day? I don't know. It's all in God's hands. One o'clock in the afternoon, <clears throat> I got an email from a guy. You can put them on the screen now. And this guy must have known that I felt different. All he said was this. Send you these, Sam, to cheer you up. I need a cheering up. Some of us need cheering up, don't we? Even though it's Christmas. And when I looked at that, yeah, this is appropriate for Terry. Why are Dash and Danson always taking coffee breaks? Because they're my Starbucks. I knew Terry would like that one. But you see, when I read that, I felt different inside. I felt different. I knew that the kid that sent it to me sent it with a great idea of cheering me up. And sometimes, you know, we need cheering up. I'm looking at you and I'm thinking, dear me, yep, you need cheering up. <laughs> no. But we do need cheering up. And some of us are like that at Christmas because for some people, Christmas can make you feel miserable. But you know, we need cheering up. Here's the next one. There was four in total that he sent me. Dear Santa, if you leave a new bike under the tree, I'll give you the antidote to the poison I put in the milk. Michael. You see, it does something, doesn't it, when you get some good news. It does something to you. It does something to me as an individual. And I cheered up. Here's the third one. Hello, employment agency. There's been a mistake. I asked for 10 L's. You see, it's changing you already. You might have come in here this morning feeling oh, a bit down. I didn't really want to be here. Things aren't going so well for me in life. But you know, God cheers us up. God takes over, takes control. And he makes us better than what we should be. Next one. 
Santa pokes his sleigh on the rough side of town. Yep. You see what I mean, so Things just happen. But God is in control. God is in control. Then I'm thinking, started off at a one on Friday morning. Then I got to a three. Then after that, I'm at a four. I'm heading towards a five. I want to be at a five. Oh, I want to be happy and I want to be excited and I want to be full of joy and I want to have this peace that only God can give. I want it, I want it. Sometimes it's difficult to get there. It's difficult to get there. Friday night, Chaldean, we decided to take coffee and soup out to whoever passed outside the doors of Chaldean on Friday night. Been there for about, about an hour. Nothing was happening. It was pretty quiet. It was dead. Then all of a sudden, there were two guys standing at the bus stop. One guy said he wasn't interested, but he took a leaflet. Second guy was a young man, age 29. First thing he said to me when I approached him was this. Your Sam aren't you? You're Sam, aren't you? I said, yep. He says, Gator College. Yes. I remember you from Gator College. He says, what are you doing? Told him what we were doing. So invited him into Chaldean. He sat with all of us and we talked about his life. And just through a simple thing like that, he cheered me up. I went from a four to a five because he started telling the story about how he became addicted to cocaine. He became addicted to cocaine shortly after leaving college. He found employment, lost his job. Now he was looking and trying to get off the habit of drugs. All because someone took the opportunity of going out and talking to him at a bus stop. And now Friday night... I felt a five. I felt a five. All because one person made the difference. He came in and he discussed with us openly about his cocaine habit and about what he was trying to do, get off it. He was on methadone and all of this stuff. And he was talking only because he remembered someone who he'd met earlier in his life. You know, there are things that you and I can do as individuals where people... We can make a difference in people's lives. And I'd like to think that Ben, because that was his name, I want you to pray for Ben this week and over the coming weeks because he has a habit. He has a problem. But, you know, we've all got problems. You know, we were able to tell him that Jesus is the answer for his problems. So, Friday, start off with a one. Oh, by the end of Friday... I didn't know that I was going to bump into this kid at the bus stop. I didn't know that he was wanting to seek advice and look for something else other than cocaine, other than that to get high on, because I get high on Christ. I don't need drugs. But I'm just telling you that I'm no different to you. There are times when I'm at a one. 
but I'm grateful there are more times when I'm at a five. But I understand that at all times in your life and my life, we can be anywhere in the middle at the end. We can be in a dark place. But this morning, church, I just wanted to hear the good news. And the good news is that you know, God wants the first relationship with you wherever you're at, whether you're in a good place, whether you're in that great place, whether you're in a joyful place or an expectant place this morning. Listen, what an opportunity we have next week to share Christ with people we meet in everyday life. We've invited Ben. We've invited him to come this morning. We give him invitations to come to the carol service next week. I don't know whether he's going to come, but if you don't give the invitation, then no one's going to have the opportunity. So the opportunity this week is open to you and I. Let's not waste it, because we've got a great God, a great God that is capable of dealing with all the issues that people struggle with coming up to Christmas, feeling lonely, feeling stressed, feeling anxious, feeling upset. Families fall out left, right, and center. God is capable of mending all relationships. I just want to share that with you this morning, church. So yes, it's been short, but listen, take on board the message because the message is for you just as much as it is for me. Thank you. This is the end of this message. We hope you enjoyed it. If you want to find out more about our church, please visit www.chowdean.org.uk and please take a minute to rate our podcast on iTunes.